What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon Olet. I am Linux Liaison. Now, usually I like to take a general perspective here on yet another tech podcast, but I think today we're going to focus on Linux. I am Linux Liaison, after all. I want to tell you guys the story about how I got into Linux. This started back in 2011 when me and my friend Julian wanted to start writing a tech blog. We wanted to do the reviews, the news, the how-tos, all about technology. And so Julian had set up the actual blog on Blogspot, now known as Blogger, and we got to writing. Now, we didn't get that much of a following, and we really didn't get much engagement at all. And I think that was mainly due to the fact that we didn't reach out to the people who were actually reading our stuff because we didn't know who they were. We weren't on social media in such a large way. We weren't familiar with the landscape of social media. So we ended up losing out in the end, and the blog ultimately didn't really fail. I mean, we got quite a bit of attention, but we didn't get any engagement again because we didn't have social media. Now, it was at the time that we were writing the blog that I wanted to make my Windows 7 installation look like Mac. I couldn't get Hackintosh working as per some guides that I had found online, and that was because my hardware was wholly incompatible. I was running a laptop that had an AMD processor. And so I had to settle for a Windows 7 theme hack that made Windows 7 look like a Mac and sort of work like a Mac thanks to Rocket Dock. This was the point when my friend Julian had written an article that was detailing how you could actually make your computer look like a Mac by using Ubuntu. And I, when I read this article, I was completely surprised that there was some other thing other than Windows and Mac. What is this Linux thing? What is Ubuntu? When I saw how to install it, I decided, you know what? I think I can do this. I could, I'll could, i install it on my laptop. And so I did so. And I was completely amazed at this thing that existed in the world that had such a huge following, even for the time back in 2011, that I never knew about. I didn't have any idea that something like this existed And the fact that it existed without the existence of a huge multi-billion dollar corporation supporting it was just beyond me. This was before I really understood the whole concept of open source and how software is written. I knew more about hardware at the time, to be honest. But through Linux, I actually ended up learning a little bit more about hardware, which I'll get on to in another episode. I tried Ubuntu, I installed it, I tried it for a few months, and at this time when I was trying out Ubuntu, I ended up building my own computer and dual booting both Ubuntu and Windows because I wanted some Windows games, so I wanted to be able to play Call of Duty and whatnot on my PC, and you just couldn't do that, I mean you still can't do that today, but you just couldn't do that on Linux. This was before Steam Machines. This was before Linux gaming was a huge thing. So I ended up just completely doing a dual boot so I could just play those games. But I got tired of switching back and forth and I figured, you know what, let's just 
go Windows only. Ubuntu is just not working out for me that well in the first place. So why not just make my life easier and go Windows only? Then Windows 8.0 came along. And I say 8.0 because 8.1 wasn't that bad. But Windows 8.0 came along and I detested it. It was something that was beyond what I could deal with. I just, I couldn't deal with the whole start screen. I mean, my friend Julian, he was all about the damn thing. But I just could not stand the fact that the whole screen turned into something else the moment I moved my mouse to the bottom left corner of the screen. So I just, I went back to Linux, but this time I went back to Linux with Arch, which seems kind of surprising even to myself because I ditched Ubuntu because it was just too complicated and difficult, but I guess maybe I wanted some sort of challenge and I wanted to really get into the world of Linux and explore it a little bit more, and I did so. So I followed this guide that I had found online, how to install Arch and how to put GNOME on Arch, and I went all in. I didn't do a dual boot this time. I simply said, screw the games. I think I'll be able to deal with them. And I just completely erased Windows. Then Windows 8.1 came along and I looked at Windows. I was like, eh, this doesn't seem too bad. I had installed it into a virtual machine. And I, I figured, okay, maybe it's not so bad anymore. Maybe I can go back. And so I did a dual boot again. But in the end, this dual boot ended up screwing up my whole installation and because I was having some graphical issues with Arch I ended up saying well screw Arch because driver issues suck and they're, they don't go away very quickly as anybody who's been in the Linux world for a while would know so I was just like okay Windows 8.1 it is I'll just deal with Windows whatever and then the absolute terrible nightmare that is Windows 10 arrived. My computer decided to automatically update to Windows 10 while I wasn't looking, as is the experience for quite a few other people. Now it wasn't until I really found out the types of information that was being collected about me and my usage of Windows that I was really frustrated because the fact that I can't install an application or open a file without Microsoft knowing what I'm doing on my computer just boggles my mind. What kind of twisted reality is it okay to spy on every single user of your platform. And of course, if that wasn't enough, the privacy issues, well then every time you would update Windows 10, your default web browser and default music players would be reset to Microsoft Groove or Microsoft Edge. And also if you tried to turn off the telemetry collection, that would be reset as well. And so with the release of Windows 10, I completely and permanently jumped ship to Linux. Now, initially I had gone back to Arch, but then I started to really want the stability of 
Ubuntu LTS and so right now I'm running Ubuntu LTS and things haven't really gone awry since then there have been a few things that have bugged me here and there but nothing that was glaringly because I was using Linux it was the sort of things that could happen on any platform to be honest and well that's all she wrote if you have anything to say in response you can comment on SoundCloud or hit me up on Twitter at Brandon Nolet that's B-R-A-N-D-O-N N-O-L-E-T. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. Honestly, I really hope you enjoyed listening and stay tuned on Wednesday where I tell you exactly what I've learned since I've made my journey into the world of Linux. There's a lot. This might be one of my longest episodes, to be honest. <laughs>